Hey, what's up everyone? This is Jason Tucker and this is WP Water Coolers Dev Branch, episode number three. It's kind of funny how episode number three makes it sound like we've only been doing this for just like a couple weeks or months or whatever, but um, we've actually been doing this show or a version of the show, which was WP Water Cooler for the last seven years. And, um, and we thought we would kind of branch it off and turn it into a development show. And so we wanted to uh, know, kind of start something off here and, and, and kind of make something happen. So we thought we'd do a dev branch, which is, um, yeah, our development show. So we're going to be I, talking I, about local WordPress development tools and um, kind of how you can use those things. But before we get into that, I want to let you know that this episode of WP Water Cooler is brought to you by... ServerPress, makers of desktop server, they make, make local WordPress development easy. Go check them out over at serverpress.com. And if you're using ServerPress, you should definitely be uh, checking out WP Site Sync, which is a great tool for being able to sync up stuff between the different uh, website um, instances that you have. So take a look at that over at serverpress.com. Let's go around the room real quick. We have a very large room today with many people. Russell, Russell Aaron, tell us about yourself. Yo, 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 what's up? I'm Russell Aaron uh, from home these days, as you know, most people are. I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. Uh, I run co-organized stuff like that with the Las Vegas WordPress meetup group and, uh, you know, just kicking it, hanging out. I love Dev Branch and Water Cooler, and I can't believe it's seven years. It, it, it doesn't seem like that long in some ways, and then in this way, it's like seven years. Like, that's a lot. Of We're on 350-something. Like, that's a lot, man. A lot of content we've been putting out. Hosper, what's up, bro? How's it going? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Mullenweg. Uh, just here to talk some WordPress, talk some local dev environments today. Excited to do it, man. Let's get into it. But first, Jason, how about you tell us about yourself? Sure. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. Um, I do this show, this show as well as two other shows, which is WP Water Cooler, as well as Dev Branch, as well as WP Blab. Wow, I confused myself there. Um, and we just did WP Blab uh, today, and we talked about um, effective marketing copy as empathy. And um, it was a lot of fun. We, we had some uh, really great um, kind of discussion points there of talking about empathy and how um, empathetic people should be when writing copies, so that way people will want to go click on it and want to do stuff with it. But yeah, uh, yeah sure. go take a look at that. You can go over to wpwatercolor.com slash wpblab where you can learn about that show. It's the social media marketing show for WordPress. I like what she was saying. She was like, you know, other people have businesses. We're writing copy for people who don't know how to do this for their business, you know? That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was fun. I had a good time. Ooh. So what are we talking about, Jason? Yeah, let's talk about local WordPress development. So I wanted to kind of set the stage a little bit here and, and discuss like why you would even want to do local WordPress development to begin with. You know, but we we use the term, at least in uh, in the Orange County, LA area, um, we use the term cowboy coding, which I know a lot of other places also use cowboy coding. The idea that you just spin up a site um, on your server, you start messing with it in place, and then um, if things break, things break, and if things don't break, then hey, maybe you, you, you lucked out, you know. Um, right. Sometimes that's okay if you got your little cat blog and you're just gonna throw some stuff on there and make it happen, then that's no big deal. But if you're running like a multi-billion-dollar industry or some crazy huge, really, really 
crazy website, you kind of want to do that elsewhere. And that would either be on a local development or maybe in staging. And so why would you use local development versus using something like staging? Let's start with that first. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Casper. Well, I was going to say, uh, I, I tend to use a local environment when I'm kind of sketching out a site idea. Um, even though I uh, work for a web host and have multiple web hosting accounts like elsewhere, that I can basically spin up a site at my whim, um, I really like to do things locally. When I have an idea that I want to try out, I don't necessarily want to commit to putting yeah, it buddy. out into the world. Um, so uh, the tool that I like to use for this is uh, Valet. Um, it is a little um, more, uh, it, it leans more on the developer side of things. Uh, it's uh, a tool put out by Laravel um, that has like built-in WordPress support and there's uh, even uh, WPCLI support that you can add to basically spin up new sites with WPCLI under Laravel. So um, as I'm like kind of command line driven, um, it's really comfortable for me to just spit a new site and then when I'm done with it, I can delete it, I can move it wherever I need to move it, and then you know that's that. But that um, that that's kind I, of why I tend to to work local. Russ? I use local. Um, I like to think of it like a playground. So like Cosper, I have an idea for this blog that I want to do. And I'm like, all right, let's see if I can build this. So I'll install a theme or, you know, like I'll install Bootstrap and I'll just start messing with things. And, you know, it's not something that I have to go pay for. Or I have to install on my host. I have this thing that I can do locally. Um, that's for me personally. Now running support and doing things like that we would have customers that would want us to, you know, build or update a plugin or do something like that. And for me, I would install their site locally. So I have an exact copy of what they have on their production. And I can say, this is the steps it takes to, you know, get to your end goal. And we could do that. And we knew everything that was going to happen, or we could simulate what was going to happen. And that, you know, potentially lowers the threshold of crashing your site just because you're writing new code or you're updating or you're doing something, you know, like you get to test a thousand times on this local versus trying to do it once on production, you know, that's, that's for me. Yeah. That's, that's local. That's cool. Uh, and so the, these tools that we're, that we're using, and I'm going to get to me in a minute, but these tools that we're using, are they, um, you know, are they spinning up like a instance of, um, of Apache on, you know, on the server? Like, is it running at there or is it running it in a Docker container or is it running, like, how are these usually um, set up? Because I know they're all different. What do you, yeah, what do you okay. like, how does, so, like, like, how does, I know I just kind of set that up weird, but like, how do you, like, if you, like, for instance, with local, is local using a Docker container or is it running it uh, like using just like the Apache or whatever Nginx that's running on your Mac? No, it's yeah, it's it's using Docker. Um, I have three local sites. Um, I have local, even though I use Valet, I like to see like what else is out there and other tools. Uh, yeah. I have a, a local setup uh, going. Uh, I have three sites running on it. Uh, they each have their own Docker container. Everything, each container is everything else. Um, I will say that um, those three Docker containers on my uh, machine. 
uh, currently weigh in at about 48 gigabytes. Um, wow. They can, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, that they is one of the reasons big. that, yeah, that's one of the reasons that I tend to uh, like Valet over uh, something like Local. Uh, Valet, um, when you install it, uh, it just has uh, a handful of packages that install on your Mac or Windows machine locally. Uh, there's no Docker containers, no anything else. It runs Nginx, it runs PHP, um, and just, you know, very close, like the amount of memory that needs to be used. Uh, how long, rest does it take, even on your computer with an SSD and everything else? How long does it take for local to actually start running? Like 20, 30 seconds? So I I used local by lightning and it's or, or local lightning. It's a, a new thing that they're coming out with and it's that's actually quicker now. But in some cases, yeah, sure. You, you know, 30 seconds is the most I think it's taken for for that to spin up. And, you know, like like even using Manline with VVV or something, you know, that would take a couple seconds to, to spin up. So I, I'm not too hard on it that way. The, the size does get me um, when I yeah. was when I'm working support, I actually had a different Mac and that was my work one. And then this is my, you know, my personal one. And I had to separate that because I had 30 clients at any point that I would have to install a site for, and, you know, 30 times 48 gigs. Like, you know, that's the entire hard drive. If I decided to be cheap in 2015, which y'all know I was. So, you know, like, like <laughs> that, that's one of the instances that, you know, I, I started venturing out from, a server press from a local and when i started at wds everybody was on vvv that was just what you did and i wasn't a terminal command line kind of person kind of got me into doing that and and i think for the better actually because now i'm not afraid of like the cli or anything like that but i used to kind of be you know yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, I, I jump around between I'm kind of like Cosper and I jump around between a couple of these technologies jump, to just kind of see what's what. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of see what's make what. You want to jump, jump. And it's it it's I think I'm I think I'm too old school for this. For one, I don't work with anyone else doing any of the be- development work, so I'm doing everything myself. Two, I'm usually just spinning up a site that I'm gonna have Beaver Builder on, and I'm gonna dra- drag and drop a bunch of boxes and 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 hit save and i'm good and then i'm kind of collaborating with other people so for the most part i think it would probably not be as beneficial to me to have it running locally because the fact that i'm going to have other people that are going to be essentially looking at it at the exact same time if not modifying it right then and there and so for me i've been leveraging a lot of um, staging site type of situations with like WP Engine where I just throw it on a staging site, build it, and then push it to production, or use something like WP Site Sync to go between the two because it has Beaver Builder support. So, so for me, lo- I, I don't do it as much locally like that. Local has, so local and WP Engine have actually, um, and so what they're doing is they have an a WP engine has an API key in the back end. It's called connect. And then you tie it to local and then you can pull and push between them, you know? And so like, that's why I'm back to local doing this. Right. Yeah. Where that used to be owned by flywheel, which had its own, its own separate thing. And flywheel was the one that was kind of, you know, uh, you, you'd have to be hosted through flywheel if you wanted to use those types of connections to kind of get it all going. 
I never was yeah, a, I was never hosted through Flywheel, so I, I never really used that part of it. But I'm with WP Engine, so I could definitely try it then. I was going to say one of the things that um, I like also about Valet, uh, if I do want to show what I'm working on with somebody without having to set it up to staging or anything else, um, it has a way to share sites through a tool called Ngrok, um, which basically gives you kind of like a, a dynamic DNS, like uh, domain, uh, ngrok.io, like whatever the, the random yeah. characters occurred on before that. Um, it's not the fastest because you're serving it up from your local computer. Um, and I always try to tell people like, okay, don't look at the speed of this because you're, you're, you know, using my really crappy spectrum connection. So that's, you know, not the best indicator <laughs> of how fast this will be. Uh, but when I do have to, like, like you, Jason, I, I tend to uh, do projects that are only, really like for me and I'm not working with anyone me else. Too. Yeah. Uh, so when, when I do that, I, I send stuff up and it's like, Hey, let's take a look. Like, you know, I, I finally have something to show like the person I'm working for or with or whatever. And then All right. yeah. Th those numbers uh, I, that those numbers that you, that local URL, those are actually lotto suggestions. So, you know, you should go play those. <laughs> oh, I should. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea so, i was gonna say uh now i, I don't want to stomp on where you were going jason but uh yeah i, I kind of do want to give some props to uh to where a lot of this got started which is uh mamp and wamp um right and like back back in the day like they paved the road for a lot of this uh working on sites locally um, MAMP and WAMP, uh, specifically, I think WAMP is the one that kind of got it started, uh, which is Apache, MySQL, and PHP running under Windows, and then they made a Mac fork, um, and I, Linux has I, I always think that been was, able to run, yeah. I, I think it was, but then there was always ZAMP, Z, or, or X-A-M-M-P, or something like that, that like, that was yep. the alternative, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and okay. that was the longest time. Just, just, just we're, we're going. Um, it's all right. We're good. We're going way back to like the famous five minute install days, is what we're doing, man. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, a lot of these tools, as time has gone on, has made it easier for like, okay, you could just install WordPress on this uh, very quickly, especially as WordPress's market share has, has ticked up. Uh, we're at what, 36% of the web now. Um, yeah, yeah, so, so you know, being able to have a specialized tool that actually, instead of just like, I remember uh, early on, like in the early going of local oh, WordPress set out. Oh, no. Your audio oh, has wow. been cutting out a little bit, Cosper. I don't know if it's because your video signals jacked up because you're routing through a VCR, but. How's, that, how's this? Is this a little better? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing a little better. Okay, when we're talking um, about when we're talking about WAMP and and LAMP and ZAMP and all that stuff, uh, a lot of those tools were being used by um, by ServerPress. You know, ServerPress itself yes. ran off of those things, and so some of them, you know, booted up an entire virtual machine, like full on virtual uh -huh. machine, to run everything mm -hmm. off of. 
And talk about huge. I mean, you know, you're talking about your Docker containers being crazy, but like having an entire OS running on like that, um, just it seemed like you essentially have to run um, a virtual server application, you know, on the computer that you're running your stuff through. So it's either a Windows app or it's a it's a Linux a Linux distro or something like that. So with the Docker containers, at least it's trying to like minimize as much as possible that without having to boot the entire thing up like that. But you know, it it really what, just come. You know. What's really cool about Docker is in ways that you know you can save instances of Docker, then you can share those with other people, and so it's not like you have to push and say, here's how to retrace your, my steps to even check my code here. You can just have this now, you know, and it's like having right. a backup of it. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see where, where we're going to go in the future and see how, you know, that's going to decrease in size. They need to get Silicon Valley over there to do like some middle out compression, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I was going to like what I was kind of getting at before my microphone uh, started to cut out was like the road that um, WAMP and MAMP paved uh, effectively led way, like James said, to to server press uh, that started to do specific, um, you know, versions of um, of MAMP specifically for uh, WordPress, uh, which is, you know, wonderful and everything else. And then along came. Uh, to to kind of give like a an abridged history lesson, a brief uh, Reader's Digest version. Um, yeah, then, hurry up! Uh, Murder she comes on, or Murder she wrote comes on at six. So hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, and and then we ended up getting VVV um, WP Engine before they had local had one called HGV uh, Mercury, um, and there were a few other projects out there that kind of had. Uh, that local environment that used um, stuff like, um, you know, I, I mean, it was it was using uh, Vagrant effectively um, for uh, all of that, um, using different types of virtual machines, stuff like that, virtual box, uh, VMware, et cetera. And then along came the Docker solutions, which is great because you can actually, like Russ said, share those Docker containers with people and have be doing the same thing. Um, and now, um, you know, we're starting to get these more specialized. Um, I, 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 I love valet. If it, if it hasn't been clear, uh, in the past 18 minutes, I, I love valet so much because I feel like, um, you know, when you watch those samurai movies and there's, you know, everyone's got their samurai sword and they really love it. But then the guy comes out and he's got that little stubby samurai sword, but he manages yeah. to just wreck. He just manages to wreck everybody in his path. And he's just got the stubby little sword. That's what it is. Like I, I can, I can cut people real quick with my valet install. I, I, I can, I can get done what needs to be done and I can fight these people with these, these long freaking swords um, you know, and I don't need to dedicate a whole butt ton of resources to, um, you know, to Docker containers or yeah, sure. um, Vagrant and stuff like that. Uh, it gets right. out of the way. The second I need a site, I can have a site. Uh, I don't need to wait for anything to start up. I don't need to wait. Uh, I don't need to 
uh, close the process because uh, my Chrome install and uh, Vagrant are fighting it out for who's going to use more memory. Like I can, I can just run it and it does what it needs to do. Yeah. I mean, I, I just have a thing that I go click and it just, you know, works. So I don't have to touch the command line. I don't have to like, you know, remember commas or did, did I add a semicolon or, or did I, you know, is it like get and add uh, hyphen B or all tables? Like I just, I just fire up local and go click and it's just there. And you know, you really, I, can't, I know you, you really can't compete with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I know I'm a, a special kind of person because I've been using Linux since 1996, and I know that that's a flex that I've been <laughs> using uh, Linux for 24 years now. Wow, I hate saying that out yeah. loud. That makes me feel You're like old, such bro. an old ass. Yeah, You're old just um, like me because I did the same thing. <laughs> right. Um, so... Yeah, it, it's something I'm comfortable with. And as a developer, as you start to get a little more into server stuff, I've actually told people this, the more comfortable you get with server stuff, the longer a career you have, because yeah, uh, things sure. will, uh, programming languages will come and go. Um, you know, eventually when we make this switch from, um, uh, you know that in the next 10 years, WordPress might not even be, on PHP anymore. It could be uh, entirely once all, the rest all of the API, all, yeah. all React, all um, you know JavaScript. They might rewrite the the core of it in Go or Rust or something like that. Something wild. Who even knows? The future is unwritten. But um, you know, and all that time that people have sunk into PHP, all the old graybeards will be like, "Oh, I remember when WordPress was PHP." But you know what? If you know server stuff. You'll, you'll still have a career because a, a lot of that stuff in the 24 years I've been using Linux, a lot of that stuff hasn't changed. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I, I mean, so once yeah. I learned Nginx, like once I learned actually Nginx and how WP Engine does it versus Rackspace versus other companies, like mm -hmm. now I, I'm even more able to go install WP Rocket and set them up next and tweak their comp files and you know use something like uh on github what is it wp rocket for nginx and so like you know that sets up that whole thing you know like you said it's only given me longevity to say all right when i go apply for a new job or something i can say dude i do this now and it's almost going to be the minimum you're seeing a lot more hosts go towards nginx and you know whatever the new flavor after nginx comes out we'll all go to that you know like right. i know varnish varnish will go away soon but i i know that for some reason and i i knew apache and you just you have to keep up with it i think is what you're trying to say like yeah. you're, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna have an option in like 10 years i, I had a, a co-worker uh, 10 years ago who said I really advanced custom fields please be here in 10 years i still need acf like i you know i'm not doing wordpress without acf is all i'm saying <laughs> I had a coworker uh, 10 years ago said to me, I'm going to learn Rails. I, I'm going to learn Ruby. I'm going to get deep into Rails. Uh, that seems to be where a lot of things are going. And 10 years ago, that's what it looked like. Now it looks like JavaScript and it looks like, like I said, Go and Rust. Um, and, you know, it, now you look at it and if he had taken, I said, you know what? You can learn Rails, but learn about the server, the underlying structure of things that it runs on, and you'll have a longer career because when Rails dries up, and it will dry up. 
you know, you'll, half those have a, half yeah. of those names half of those names deter me. Like I don't want to go check out bourbon because I know neat is just this other flavor of that. And you know, I know cucumber is going to come out later to that. And then there's going to be, you know, chandelier, which is going to be this other thing. So like, I wish you would name thing that makes me want to use your service. Cause honestly, like installing cucumber on, on brew just doesn't sound interesting enough to get me to do it is all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, who, who, who wants to, who wants to learn to spell Kubernetes, let alone learn how to run something I mean, under right. Kubernetes. that's why uh, you know um node and all that and using npm and themes it always kind of deterred me like grunt because you know are you using grunt are you using uh, bower are you doing this and it's like no i'm just trying to add css like padding left 10 pixels like where do i do that how do i sign up for right. that <laughs> uh, so I, I wanted to i wanted to, to spend our last couple minutes here talking about um more nerdier stuff which is the fact that you know, you're essentially able to do a lot of this configuration stuff command line wise and being able to, mm -hmm. um, you know, especially like with ballet, ballet, literally like one long, not even long, but a one command line, you just say like the directory that I'm currently in, turn on a, uh, a server for me and it goes boom. And then the server boots up all the files that are in there are up and running. Everything just kind of works. Um, other ones where, you know, it's like you need to go and run this command and install the following items or, um, you know, you have ServerPress where it has its blueprint system. So you can use blueprints to kind of pull all those things together. And all of these are, are, are able to be done in a command line interface, which means that you can automate it. And yeah. I'm a huge automation fan where I just, I, I love like, I love spending four hours building out a thing that's going to save me like five minutes a week. <laughs> Four hours. Yeah. Like, were, were were you in a hurry or something? Right. Like, I'm like, writing like the world's craziest bash script that's gonna do all this craziness, and then it's just gonna go and say, "Okay, here's your server, boop, and here's all the files, and everything's installed, and we're all good to go." This is why I have Alfred. So Alfred is a Mac app, and on Alfred you can build workflows. So like, you can type in like I could type in water cooler, and then that command says, "I open up PHP Storm and open up this folder or this project." up local and do this like you know uh alfred lets me do that and so i used to when i'd be at wds and they'd say like hey you're you know like do this thing for this company i would just type in whatever their little short code was i had and they just up you yeah. know and I, ready to go so cosper you mentioned uh vvv can you speak on that a little bit uh, you mentioned it in the chat but can you speak on vvv I mean, VVV, uh, kind of when I was uh, giving my uh, long but abridged history lesson, uh, VVV uh, is uh, vagrant. Uh, it is kind of uh, the watermark. Uh, I know that they use it a lot at uh, TenUp for, well, they were using it at TenUp for a lot of their projects. I, I can't really speak to what they're using now. I'm, I'm sure that they, uh, they they tend to still like their, their in-house tools for that stuff. Right. Um, I'm sure I'm sure they have some kind of fork of Vagrant that they're using and it's called like 10 up V or V10 or something like that. <laughs> right. It's um, probably got some cool name, man. Like Well, it so, has a command uh, line interface as well to to execute it and get it all set up. Yeah. Right. Um and and that yeah. was uh but before before I came upon the simplicity that is valet, VVV was um was like the the industry standard and my favorite. Uh, I I didn't love uh, VirtualBox so much. I don't know about the rest of you if, if you've yeah. spent any time 
uh, running anything under VirtualBox, it sucks butt. VirtualBox yeah, really virtual is the digital coronavirus. <laughs> like that is just <laughs> VirtualBox is everywhere on my hard drive, dude. Like you can't yeah, sanitize my hard drive enough, rough, dude. Russ, we we made it twenty seven and a half minutes into the show, and you said the c word. You no. you you no. brought up that, dude. Like you know, don't bring up like the worst thing ever. Sorry. But I, but I well, at least what's nice about I mean, with all this stuff, you can just go and run it from a command line. Even even having um, yeah. VirtualBox boot up and do mm-hmm. this stuff can be done that way. You're right, though. VirtualBox sucks because it's booting up this huge full featured operating system which literally can run mac on a mac if you wanted to like there you, you know you can you could be able to do that sort of it builds new virtual sort of environments and each virtual environment has like five gigs dedicated to it and then it's doing this or dude like it, yeah. it, it gets wild after a while not only that but then you know like the hardest thing for me with vagrant was i actually used uh little add-ons that would like make up backups to the database when you would power off or you know you go vagrant down or whatever so mm-hmm. updating those little plugins along with Vagrant, like I had to have this blueprint in my head of how this rec- or how this command line works to talk to it, just to even be updated. Like that's I think what I'm over with with VVV and any command line is I just don't want to remember all that or remember what I have to do to type it in. I just want to hit click and go man and you've, you know. you've got enough php in your head you don't need to start muddying <laughs> all that up, right? <laughs> there's no way for you to learn javascript deeply if you have to also remember some command line stuff i'm horrible at javascript but i'm great at the command line <laughs> it's funny man well with that being said uh i want to say thank you for both of you for coming and hanging out with me today i really appreciate it it's always a pleasure um having you guys um be able to to jump on and start talking about fun stuff i love that we actually have a place that we can do this sort of thing um oh yeah you know and being able to do it so go over to our website over at uh at dpwatercore.com you can take a take a look at all the links that we have over there we put the links for the show notes there as well um, if you're watching this thing on YouTube, hit the little subscribe button, hit the bell, do all that fun stuff. If you're if you're watching on Facebook, um, hit the share button. Hit the share button. Share this in one of the groups that you're in on Facebook. Um, and if you're if you're watching this on Twitter, we love retweets. So hit us up. We appreciate that. Talk to y'all later. All you have a good retweets. one. Bye. Bye.